0: What's up everybody, welcome to the Twinsler Pod. I'm Katie Winsler and I'm Courtney Legal, previously Winsler. People affectionately call us the Twinslers. Today we are talking Super Bowl, the Olympics, Trash TV. Which local celebrity, local celebrity, <laughs> did I have a run-in with? Uh, the spot of the week and the slang of youths, so much more, we're excited to be back. So it's been two weeks since we've recorded, but you know life's been really busy. Yes. So we're back. Hello, everybody! If you're listening to this, Katie, what what have you been doing? Two weeks. Um. Let's see here. I think the big thing, like the reason that we didn't record, was you were in Hawaii. I was in Texas. Yes. Um. The boys had for Guy Fox. They had like a Guy Fox's Grant's Company. Yes. And they took them out. Yeah. They're the best. Um, yeah, the guys are Grant and his uh, business partner, Liam, slash friend. Anyways, um, they had, like, a convention thing. Um, it was, like, a market Trade show. Trade show. <laughs> yeah, that's what those are called. <laughs> yeah. Um, in Dallas. And his parents live in McKinney. His mom just got surgery, so we went out there. We saw them. Got Perfect to spend time story. with them. Yeah, and then, like, over the weekend was the convention, so we went there. Um, the The building we went to in Dallas, so we spent most of our time there, it's five million square feet wow. of a marketplace. That's huge. Massive. It just, they really do it bigger in Texas, huh? No? Yeah. It's like, I don't know how many stories. I mean, it has to be like 20 stories. And it's just this, like, there's a big empty space in the middle and it's just all these shops and stuff around and it's essentially like um, a trade show, but like there's permanent trade shows within it. So what? it's open on like Mondays and Fridays. Is it Fridays? like mall kiosks? Like you have like a perfume guy and like all that kind of, like, but it's like actually. Like, it almost. But there's like a permanent one. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, and so it'll it's it's not open to the public. You have to be like a, a designer or somebody and have access, and you go there's like different floors. Like so it's like, like it's B two homes. B B, yeah, exactly. So that was a pretty crazy building to be in. The show itself was I it was really dead, which was a bummer. I think that's the climate right now with um with COVID and stuff because like traveling's tricky and yeah. like I used to do six or seven conferences a year I'm not doing any right now because I, like I've been burned where you get right up to the conference like actually we're yeah, gonna do half digital half in person and I'm like I'd rather spend my advertising money on like geo-targeting the area or something than physically being there waiting for people to physically show up because it's business is a little different right now yeah but yeah that was that was it um the building itself is where fun fact well i don't know if it's fun but um it's where jfk was on his way in his motorcade when he was assassinated you need a new definition of fun yeah. <laughs> interesting fact interesting yeah fact. <laughs> interesting fact um and then i feel like there was one other thing i wanted to tell you i mean Oh, um, uh, you know, along with speakeasies. Yeah. You've got that. one so a speakeasy right guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, his parents live in a little town called McKinney. i mm-hmm. talked about it before. Super cute. Yeah. A Hallmark town. Uh, and his parents told us about, they're like, oh, yeah, we have a speakeasy now. And it's, there's like a coffee shop, and on the side of it, it looks like an old Coke machine, like a red door kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And you have to go to their Instagram that day and look at their story, and you get the password. Oh, and then you go up and you tell the person at the door the password, and they what let was you the password? Point? Like something pig. Oh, like a Wiggly Pig or something. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, and then. Yeah, you walk through this hallway, and it opens up into this big restaurant. And we were sitting there, and I was looking around, and I was like, this is interesting. This looks like it has to be the—because sh- it's like a sandwich shop. So it, what they do is it's just—the sandwich shop during the day, at night, they turn off all the lights, and they kind of put like a—, a a video projector up of speakeasy type stuff <laughs> and then it's so it's all a reach lit and you you go through like the different entrance but yeah. you're still in a sandwich yeah. I think it's a sandwich shop or like a coffee shop but yeah I was like, this is a really big, big, big th- thing th- that's pretty true to like speakeasies though because speakeasies yeah. were like businesses that served alcohol because they were mm-hmm. prohibition and yeah, yeah, it's not like like they're like oh this is a new building yeah it's not speakeasy in the sense that like oh I'm gonna go somewhere it's gonna totally transform Yeah, yeah I thought it was such a smart Uh, way for the business yeah to bring in to repurpose it is so smart yeah yeah so it was fun cool yeah okay now tell me about hawaii i want to hear everything yeah hawaii was great um i was gonna say on the flight over since we had this talk last conference 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 you and me sorry I, i have pregnancy brain so i like i'm living in a cloud like a fog it's insane but since our last podcast. We are talking about flying with Kyle. Mm-hmm. Sat next to him. Mm-hmm. I was in the middle, and he was in the aisle. <laughs> as soon as we took off, the person just oh, fully climbed no. right into him. And it's a six-hour flight. So we just like... I, without fail, the person in front of Kyle is going to recline. Wow. It's hilarious. Did, you guys didn't up. get to sit next to each other, right? So, ugh. <laughs> we, we actually might switch from Southwest because yeah. we're like, 20s and stuff. It was fun. Like, okay, get the cheapest flight possible. Like, we'll just you know, when you get there, like try to check in as soon as possible. Cause if you check in like on the dot 24 hours in advance, then hopefully you'll get like an A or B group. Yeah. I checked in on the money, like on the minute and we got C 15 and 16. C for center. C for center. Yeah. And so when we got on the plane, I had to sit in the middle seat and then he sat in the middle seat in front of me. How weird is this? So we're both in the middle seats, right? Yeah. The people on either side of us were both couples. <laughs> so like they didn't want to sit together. Yeah. They valued, like, the aisle on the window over, like, sitting next to each other? No. I think, you know, what's happening. What? Oh, actually. No, maybe that's more for, like, seats that you reserve. Somebody's told me before that what you have to do is you have to reserve the two seats on, like, because no one's going to get the center. Yeah. No one's going to get the center. But I guess what's it was. A, it was a full flight. Yeah. And they they'd announced to that. And so, I and, like, when I sat there, like, you would think if that was your strategy, you'd, you'd be like, like oh, hey, hey this know. is my husband. Like, you can have the aisle. Yeah. And I'm five months pregnant. I had to pee. Like, crazy. So I'm, like, in the middle seat. But luckily, the guy on on my aisle had to go a lot. So just every time he got up, I got up. Wasn't a bad flight. So annoying because um, to get into Hawaii, you have to either be vaccinated or have a negative test. That's not the annoying part. The annoying part was that you you can go to the gate at Southwest from your, um, like, San Diego destination. Mm -hmm. And they can put you through, like, the little the checklist to show that you did, like, all of your pre-work for Hawaii. They'll give you a wristband, and then when you go, you can bypass, like, the checklist at the airport, Yeah, yeah. And so <laughs> we get into this line, and, like, we're going to board soon. We're going to cut it off right here. And they cut it off the couple ahead of us. Oh, no. So Kyle and I are the first couple that do will get to get through it. When we got to Hawaii, we had to wait in a line for an hour and a half uh, to get that done. That sucks. After, you know, five, yeah. six hours in the plane. So that was a start but when we got there, it's Hawaii. It's freaking amazing. Beautiful yeah. weather. It was like 70s the whole time. Just absolutely gorgeous. We had incredible company. I think we only ate one bad meal, and that was because I got a cheesecake during the Niners game. And we think that the cheese, the cream cheese, might have been spoiled. Yes. So that was really gnarly. Yes. But everything else was like garlic shrimp out of a pineapple, um, spam masubi, which I hadn't tried, which is pretty cool. And just we had great food, great company. And if you're going to Honolulu and you're looking for a hotel, there's, like, the main ones on the Strip, and they're, like, kind of, um, they're resorts. They're expensive. Mm -hmm. And uh, Kate, who we were traveling with, one of her friends had recently stayed at the White Sands, and it used to be a motel, but these people bought it out, and they totally revamped it, and they made it kind of, like, retro 50s yeah and there's there's a bar there and there's like swings for the seeds oh, and nice. I it's it was really cute and really so I would look up white sands Waikiki, Waikiki if you're if you're gonna travel to Hawaii okay so that was all amazing we went for four nights and my stomach finally popped so yeah. the baby's in there and I can feel him now yeah. which everybody's like it's so magical you'll feel like this flutter yeah. it's gorgeous I'm f- I'm freaked out it's weird I'm freaked it's out It's terrifying he was he was doing flips, and I'm just like, "Is this okay? Are we good? Is everything fine? Like, we cool? Like, it it's creeping me yeah, out. Like, I understand it's magical and everything, but I'm more freaked out than anything. Yeah. I heard his heartbeat. Yeah, you did. You and Katie was my husband. Okay. <laughs> you have to stop saying that. So we go to the freaking the appointment the whole time like we're in the um the waiting area she checks in she's like this is my sister katie she's my husband today <laughs> and we go inside the check the doctor comes in and she's like this is my sister katie she's my husband today like, sisters can go to these appointments you can just say this is my sister katie you don't even need to introduce me to the to the doctor Quite honestly i'm sitting here like it was more fun that way <laughs> Insane. Like, you heard a little hear his heart, heart and he was moving so much. I'm telling you. Yeah. It was, um, Kyle left town to, like, uh, to help his mom. Uh-huh. And I think since I was kind of, like, emotional and, like, a little bit stressed that day just that he was leaving, I yeah. think that the baby could feel that because he was, like, all over the place. It was wild yeah. that day. And so that was pretty crazy. I, um, in full transparency, um, you know, we told you about it was hard to conceive and everything, but uh, when I did conceive i have um, a cyst on my right ovary oh yeah and i guess when you like release an egg you have this follicle and normally it just like closes up but Mm -hmm. sometimes when you conceive it can like be slower to close up and it can fill up with liquid and so that happened to mine and it's bigger than like they typically want it to be Mm -hmm. i mean they don't want it to be any size but it's like pretty big so our first appointment the doctor told me like you're at risk of torsion have heard of torsion yeah well so i think i've heard of it because of um that one movie with the dog oh Mm. you know (laughs) know what i'm talking about (laughs) marley and me no but i assume the dog died marley and me. marley marley spoiler alert but marley has torsion and his tummy turns Uh, and the night he dies sorry Sorry. (laughs) anyways (laughs) so she told me that there's a possibility that like since it's bigger like my ovary could flip Mm -hmm. and um if that happens it's like emergency Mm -hmm. surgery and you go on and everything so my first doctor told me that the, the pa and then I, I like read up on it and stuff it's like five out of ten thousand cases so it's pretty rare it does happen but and the baby's not really at risk when it happens so it's just like i would be in pain and would have to just go and get it taken care of you get the surgery without hurting the baby and everything So freaky yeah but like i was finally feeling settled about it and all I'm like yeah fine because they say a lot of them go away in the second trimester and i'm in the second trimester right now and uh then I met my, my primary doctor, and she's like, yeah, so you have that cyst, so there's always the risk of torsion, and, like, tells me about it all over again, so, like, I've been thinking about that. Like, when the baby moves, I'm like, can he kick and and it flips, yeah. and, like, just, like, kind of freaking out about that stuff, so we have a big, um, scan on Friday. We're gonna see, it's the 20-week scan, it's the anatomy scan, it lasts for, like, an hour, you see how everything's developing and everything, so I'm just really crossing my fingers that, like, it's dissipated. Is it, like, that the like, 3D one being thing? I don't, I don't think regular doctor's offices do 3D ones. Oh. I think that's, like, an extra. You have to pay for that and gotcha. all that. But we will get to see, like, all the details and everything. So yeah. it should be an exciting appointment. Cute. And the baby's name is? Now i to tell you. So-kay. He's five months, and he's the size of a sweet potato. That's cute. Pretty significant. He's sweet. Old, no. Okay. Um, I was also saying, since I have been home alone, um, I'm watching the worst TV in the world. Oh, yeah. But we're going to touch on that later. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we'll get into that. That's that's why it's top of mind. Okay. But uh, you want to hop into some other categories? Yeah, let's do it. So um, while I was in Hawaii, you texted me and said Tom Brady retired. But it was kind of like a, not official. Yeah. Tom Brady didn't say Tom Brady was retiring. Right. So everyone was kind of on the edge of their seats like, uh-oh, is he actually retiring? His dad was out saying... No, he's, he's not, not retired. Yeah, yeah. Our friend Billy texted us and said that there's a good chance he would go to the Niners if he played another season. I was like, no, so I've I've never been a Brady fan. Me I don't know. He didn't do anything wrong to me. Like, yeah. The Deflate Gate obviously bad taste in the mouth because you're like, well, he cheated, right? And you shouldn't have to cheat to win. He's cheated. You cheat. he cheated. He's incredibly talented. So it's like, why did you need that and all that? So I don't know. I just. I've never been on the Brady train. I've never been a Brady. Right. So I was kind of like, cool. Yeah. Like, new blood. Let's let's do this. Yeah. It's interesting that when he retired, like, all the other ones have retired. Peyton and um, Roethlisberger was this year. Peyton wasn't this year, but Roethlisberger was this year. So, like, that whole class of quarterbacks is retiring. Yeah. The only one who's, like, longer standing now is Rodgers. Yeah. Who I bring up because remember when we met him in yeah. like, Tahoe? <laughs> it was like right before he it was right when he was taking over for Brett Favre yeah like that summer yeah was when he got he and young. it was you me and Shelbs yeah and I was not following football at this point at all yeah uh, we knew who he was because we were like reading the program and like googling him and stuff and then I remember we walked up and you just take pictures with people on the golf course yeah and so you and Shelbs both got pictures with him and then I was the photographer, and then he's like, do you you want a picture with me? And I was like, no, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So we kept walking, (laughs) which I'm okay with. Yeah. Because I've never been a Green Bay fan, sorry, Dana. And uh, no, I'm not an Aaron Rodgers fan either. So, like, I'm okay with some of these quarterbacks. Like, who's your favorite quarterback? Uh, Well, he's active or retired? No, all time. Who's your favorite quarterback? I, because of the person he is, Mm -hmm. Drew Brees. Okay. I really like Drew Bruce a lot. How about you? Seems like a nice palette. I'm a rusty girl. Rusty? Oh, Russell Wilson. Oh, I love Russell Wilson. Yeah. I think he's great. I think he's like, I don't know, kind of puts on a front of like the perfect, like yeah. that whole thing. But I really like Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. I remember when Kyle did, I don't know if we talked about this on the podcast, but he did a tour for Sierra. Yeah. 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 We talked about okay. it. Yeah. 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 They said that Russell Wilson didn't look like a quarterback and he looked pretty unassuming, which is fun. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's that's what's happening. I mean, I think that since the Niners didn't make it into – I know this is going off Brady, but since the Niners didn't make it into um, the Super Bowl, I kind of think that they might be looking at a different quarterback, Mm -hmm. and I don't know if they're going to take Trey Lance – or if they're going to take – he's their backup. Right I was they already have Trey Lance. He's, yeah. Trey, so I don't know if he's going to be QB1 or if they would take somebody like Rodgers. No, nah, I think you're, you're going to see Trey Lance step up. He, he's great. It. We need somebody who can run too because, like, Garoppolo can throw the ball. Imagine. But, like, if he gets pressure, he <laughs> just, like, kind of caves. So I think it would be good to have a young guy in there. I'm excited. New class of quarterbacks. Yeah. Let's see Trey Lance does for you guys. Yeah, I mean – He's, a, he's not the most outstanding rookie that's ever come into it, but, like, he's good. Yeah. He's talented. And now, since we talked about the Super Bowl, yes. it's going to be Next the slide. Los Angeles Rams uh-huh. versus and the Cincinnati, Cincinnati Bengals. Bengals. Who you got? I Bengals. Bengals. Why? I love Joe Burrow. Mm. So, fun fact about Joe Burrow. Is this, like, a real fun fact or at the time he told me that, uh... JFK's assassination was. It's actually five. pretty fun. Okay. So um, he will be, if he wins the Super Bowl, he will be the um, first player to win the college national championship, the Heisman, and a Super Bowl. Wow. And That's some accolades. Well, and it's really cool because if he does it, he'll have a chance to have done it within three years. Wow. And half of that time he was injured. Joey B crazy very talented insane so i'm really going for the Bengals. yeah what about you i like joe burrow so and i don't think the Bengals have been there for a while yeah so i you know i love an underdog Mm -hmm. i'm uh, more partial to root for the rams just because we live in san diego and they're los angeles and but they cut you out yeah but it's a california team Mm -hmm. you know i don't have any hard feelings if the Niners didn't play like Super Bowl champions, they don't get to go into the Super Bowl. Yeah. So um, I think I'm not like full into one team. Yeah. I like them both for different reasons. So like whoever wins, that's cool. Mm. <laughs> um, this is an important question too. What's your snack situation? Look like? You're going to somebody's house. Mm-hmm. What kind of food are you bringing? What are you doing? What's the um, play here? Uh, Kyle has talked up our smoked queso. Oh, that's fun. Uh, so we're going to bring some smoked queso. Different varieties or like one platter? Um, I think I might, I might do one. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a spicier one and like it's just easier to do like a big serving of it. Okay. And then um, we might try pretzels, soft baked pretzels, but like I'm thinking is there a way to do like pretzel bites or something? Yeah. Because like, you know, snapping on a full pretzel yeah. is kind of hard. So that's my my what I plan to bring. I usually tend to bring desserts because right. you don't have to like reheat them or like mm-hmm. really worry about temperature. So I'm a little bit nervous about that part of it. Mm-hmm. Like bringing kind of a cold cheese. I mean I guess I could always throw it in their oven, but yeah. they might have other like, stuff in their oven. Sure. I don't I don't know sure. the situation. Sure. This which is why I'm always like, Oh bring dessert. Yeah. <laughs> so I yeah, know that's smart. Yeah. So we'll we'll see. That's the tentative plan at this point. Okay. What are you doing? Well, see, that's my thing. Is I usually, I mean, last year for Super Bowl, remember how much we went all out? We like, what did we do? We for made Super ribs. Bowl last year? We we had Liz and Brian over to your place. Okay, that was last year. Yes. Oh, huh. right. I don't know. Yeah, it was last year. Interesting. Yeah, but I feel like it was last year. Yeah, probably. That's yep, when I got we got air fryer. Yeah, we went all out. We made like yeah, yeah, we had smoked ribs. We did like all kinds of really tasty things. Yeah. Um, this year. We are driving up to Orange County mm-hmm. to see some of Grant's friends. Mm-hmm. So I got now i got a factor in the travel. Yeah, I don't know what their houses look like. I mm-hmm. don't know what their kitchen situations are like. So I'm in the same kind of boat where do I do something sweet? But yeah, yeah, I, something I love doing something savory. And I'm like, do I just pack the air fryer? Do I bring that hog up there? And like, it's not a bad idea. Yeah. make something in there because it's, it's portable. Yeah. It's like not too bad. Yeah. So that's one thing I'm going to be looking into this week is what should I do for a travelable... Travel. Treat, Yeah. You know what I wanted to do with, we could do it for like a family night or something, but everybody orders, like, somebody orders an appetizer. Yeah. Like, whatever their favorite appetizer is. Somebody orders entree. Somebody, like, you just order different things from Uber Eats and you have like a hodgepodge. Yeah, I like that. That (laughs) reminds (laughs) me. You've been watching Vanderpump. Or you watched the last last Vanderpump. Yeah. That That one girl. Charlie. Charlie was like, we're going to have a culinary party. Everybody bring a dish. I was like, you had a potluck. Yeah. (laughs) Like, why are you calling it a culinary party? She's just trying to Literally, people were just bringing dishes. Yeah. Like... That's an interesting one, because she says she has, like, all these issues with food, but then they don't dive into it, so you're, like, you're yeah. missing a part of the information. You're like, well, do you have, like, an aversion to vegetables? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't know, like, what we're getting over here. Yeah. You know, it just looks like you guys are eating potluck. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so, I wanted to talk about, so, the Olympics. I feel like we talked about the Olympics a while ago, we, but... We did a little a ramp up to it. Yeah, so, I mean, they kicked off this week, mm-hmm. and I just, my question for you is are the Olympics not as important anymore? Are we just not as invested? Are we just, like, a different point? Is this just me and my bubble? Like, I, f- I just feel like I used to be so much into, oh, my gosh, I'm going to watch opening ceremonies. Yeah. And I'm tracking everything. Like, at work, I would be watching everything on the computer and mm-hmm. stuff. And now it's like, I don't know what's happening. So I'm not as invested this year either. And I'm going to go out on a limb and say it's because we just had a Summer Olympics. Yeah. Because they had to, like – push things with COVID and everything mm-hmm. so it's not like this thing that came like every four years it was yeah. like oh we just had the Olympics, so maybe that's why because we haven't we haven't needed to like want it yeah do you think it's a COVID thing too it's like you don't have a bunch of people like traveling there you don't have much like people watch watching spectators stars. yeah could be I mean I turn on we have um you know like a streaming service and yeah. that's like the front page is like watch this Olympics watch this Olympics. and I'm just like scanning over it right now so yeah well, that was the, the cutest stretch I've ever seen in my whole life. <laughs> um, well, so as of this morning, Norway is currently in first place. I would expect that. They have two golds and a bronze, so we're very fresh. I think of Norway and I think of Katie Waldy, so that makes me happy. <laughs> she lived there on exchange. They have a gold in biathlon, cross-country skiing, and the bronze in the speed skiing. The U.S. is in 13th place. We have two silvers so far, freestyle skiing and snowboarding. Um... What's not oh, great, yeah, but I mean, it's just probably something out of it, we're just kicking off, yeah. Um, and I think there's like probably a lot of like do they do like qualifying, yeah, they do like qualifying rounds and stuff, right? They'll be like, um, for the final, yeah, probably. I'm pretty that sure that happens. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wanted to know what, what you, what's your winter then, what are you tuning in for? You know, historically, I've I think we've talked about, talk about before. this, yeah. Ice skating has always been one, but yeah. like, I tried to watch it the other day, and I just couldn't get We're into it. you into it, right? So, um, I, big air, you yeah. know, like anything snowboarder, skier, anybody that's just, like, launching themselves. I'm like, how is this going to end? Yeah. Morbid, but that's what I'm watching. Yeah, me too. Um, so, it's in Beijing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the mascot, ready for this, is a rainbow astronaut panda. Oh, I've seen it. A yeah, rainbow it's a, it's a... astronaut panda. <laughs> yeah. Obviously like, like It just seemed like A low hanging fruit <laughs> <laughs> I was so excited When I saw that I think that's Probably the best thing That's happened With the game so far Oh and his name Bing Dwindwin. Bing Dwindwin. <laughs> yeah That's fine. I know I kind of want a shirt Just like Bing dwindwin Bing Dwindwin. Yeah. See, I won't buy you the shirt because every time I buy you a pop culture shirt, like that person wrongs yeah the world in some way. It was so funny. For my like fifteenth birthday, Courtney got she's like, I got you a gift and she was really excited about it. And then like the next day she was like not excited. She's like, I don't think you're gonna want this anymore. And what it was was a big just like a shirt with a big thing of like Kanye West on it. Because you had the college dropout. I and you loved it. Loved I loved, loved yeah. it. And but that was like right when taylor swift won the grammy yeah. and he got on stage and was like beyonce actually had the best song this year so everyone hated him everyone hated kanye that was literally like right when <laughs> he got that for me and then yeah i got you a a funny political mug and yeah. that political person did a really <laughs> bad thing <laughs> so it's like yeah you can throw that He's away still, <laughs> just pretend that never happened <laughs> Oh boy. So I I don't buy you that stuff. Anymore. Yeah. Well I wasn't expecting you to buy me a Dwyn Dwin bing dwindwin Dwin shirt, but thank you. Yeah, of course. Uh okay, so I have notes here, just just a few athletes to watch. Okay. We've got Nathan Chen for figure skating. Have you watched him yet? Um I have not. He's like dominating figure. Um and just we were watching the coverage of him and the people talking were like He's, like, the Michael Jordan of ice skating. Wow. Grant was like, how is he the Michael Jordan? (laughs) He hasn't really won as much as Michael Jordan, but he just, like, dominates. What happened to those siblings? I have no idea who you're talking about. You know, there was some ice skating siblings from the last Winter Olympics, and, like, everybody was on... Fire about them. I'll have to look Why were they fire about them? Um just they were incredibly talented yeah. and like great interviews. I mean they might, might still be out. out there. I don't know. I haven't seen any covers. You go over more Okay, I think, yeah, so I'll continue to talk. Um I I'm excited to watch Chloe Kim snowboarding. Mm-hmm. Um she is the youngest Olympic gold medalist in the snowboard half pipe history. Nice. Um she's twenty one, I believe. Did I say that? If so, you. if she wins gold, she'll become the first woman to repeat as Olympic champion in snowboarding halfpipe. Oh, wow. She's also stunning. I don't know if you've seen her. She's yeah. absolutely beautiful. She's got a lot going for her. Um, it's the, the Shibs-Sibs. Oh, yeah. Shib sibs Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Are, uh, they, yep. are they in it? Um, you keep looking okay. at all <laughs> uh, Another one, classic, Sean White. So yes. It's fifth. his fifth game. Fifth and final Olympics. Dude, I used to have such a crush on him when I was in had, had such a crush on him. When he me. had that long, I could not get over his hair. Long, red, gross hair yeah, and stuff. Was, you were like, that's the guy. I was in it. <laughs> um, I don't feel that way anymore. Although he does look a lot better now with his short hair. He's got a good personality, yeah. too. I've seen him, like, on TikTok and stuff. Yeah. He and his girlfriend are absolutely... Nina Dobrev. One. Yeah. He's starting his own uh, snowboarding line now. see that? No, but I'm not surprised. You gotta do something. Yeah. are like retiring from the sport. He raced for Burton, like, or, I don't race, but he... What would it be called? He was sponsored by Burton like his whole career, and yeah. then uh, dropped them recently-ish, and then came out with his own. and It's called White Space. Oh, huh. it looks really cool. You I know, mean, and I would trust like one of his boards. Yeah, of course, because he He's knows. Yeah, yeah. five time He knows what a good board entails. So. Yeah. Probably a good investment. I didn't see anything on the ship sibs, they could be in it, but I'm not gonna I'd rather talk to you than like do a deep dive right yeah. now. Yeah. Um so that's athletes to actually watch for to yeah. see if they're there. You could also watch and see if the ship sibs are there. Yes. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Ice skating wonders. Yeah, those are like my main ones to look for. Uh there's obviously a ton of athletes to watch, but those are three that I think I'm gonna be keeping my eye on. Have you seen so in the summer games? You know, they tried to be all green, and they made all of their beds out of, like, cardboard. And it was, like, a huge yeah, point crazy. of contention because everyone's, like, we're athletes. We need to be comfortable Yeah. And all this stuff. This time, um China has, like, the the beds that you, like, can control with a remote oh, control. Wow, <laughs> so you can nice. like, be sitting up or laying down. Like, they took everything and just kind of turned it. Like, Ooh. they made it really luxurious. Are they, like, isolated in the village? Yeah. So there's a, an Olympic bubble and a press bubble. That's can They can't interact with it anybody. Yeah, I was thinking complaints about that, The the isolation's hard, and then like, there's, in, in their rooms, there's not a lot of room for them to be doing stuff, like, working out, and yeah, and everything that they need to do. Yeah, there's, like, different levels of them, because you see, like, more of the dorm-style ones, where yeah. you have, like, a roommate, maybe a teammate. Sean White has, like, a a bedroom with a king size bed and a giant closet and a great view and a living room and a kitchen so like i don't know what you have to do to be yeah those different levels there's like the golds village yeah who knows i mean it's his fifth game so like obviously he's kind of an authority figure in the sense of the sport but um did you see all the swag they got yeah oh my yeah and like Kim with the Skims, yeah. Skims is a sponsor. Skims I kind of is, want to get my hand on some Skims. Skims is legit. I think all we're figuring out is that Kim is really actually pretty cool. Yeah, so dope. Yeah. Um, I feel like I had a Skims some kind of shirt or something that I was like, wait, I, this is actually really good quality, so mm-hmm. I'm invest in it more. Of course it's good quality. Yeah. She wasn't going to put a low-quality product in yeah. Oh, you know what it is? It's but, jammies at Nordstrom. They're, yeah. like, so soft, yeah. and every time I walk by them, I, like, have to just touch them. Nice. I, so I don't actually own them. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think meant like, in your closet every time you walk by No, no. <laughs> They're at <in> Nordstrom. <laughs> oh, okay. So you, like, own them. <laughs> I thought I did. Classic. Yeah. Classic. Speaking of pop culture with Kim Kardashian, yeah, let's just switch into our pop culture topics okay, let's and us do, do you play Wordle? Of course I do. You do you? Oh my god, yeah. How would you do today? Um, this one was hard. Did you do today's? I got it in two. Okay, well the reason I guess we can spoil it because it's by the time people listen, to this, it'll be yeah. over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't do a double letter. You can. They that's your, yeah, that's, that's the part. Rules. Oh, if you didn't know that was part of the rules, then I understand. But like if you understand that's part of the yeah, rules, yeah. I, like I, I guess steak, so it started with S. And ended with K, but it said I had the S in the right place and then I, there was a K in it. So I was like, I'm just gonna do it. It's so hard to guess a double letter one because like, I'm wasting that space that yeah. I got it. If you I guess like we should back up and say what Wordle is. Yeah, okay, yeah, explain Wordle. <laughs> so if you don't know what Wordle is, there was this um I think he's a I think he, he's, like a yeah, he's like a developer. he's like a Computer developer, yeah, and his wife loves word games, mm-hmm. and his name is like Wardell or something like yeah. that. Yeah, W-A-R-D-L. W-A-R-D-L. Wardle. W A R D L E. So he um, he made a game for his wife online, and it's called Wordle. W O R D L E. Mm-hmm. And what it is is there's five boxes that are blank, mm-hmm. and you have to guess a word, and off that first guess, the each square will either turn gray, which means it's wrong letter in the wrong place mm-hmm. um it, yellow is that the other color yellow Ye- so yellow yeah yeah yellow it's yellow is... okay so yellow means right letter wrong place mm-hmm. green means right letter right place yeah so based off of that you have the word bank underneath and if you have the letter bank the letter bank if you have um any gray letters then those ones will be x'd out of the word bank right you're like you can't those you, can't use you, those, you won't use those, those code, because yeah. they're not part of the word and so You have five, is it five guesses? Six guesses. You have six Six guesses guesses to try to get the correct word. And Mm -hmm. you can only play it one time a day. day. Which is beautiful. Amazing. We wake up in the morning, have some coffee, warm up your brain with a little bit of Wordle, and then you're done. You're not obsessed with it. You're not wasting more time going back into it. It's It's just, just, it's so beautiful because it's like, it adds a community element because you can ask people like, how many did you get today?" We're all guessing the same word. And it's like, exactly. You don't get burnt out on it. You're like, oh, I'm excited for this each day. I saw a funny meme and it was like... Wordle is the sourdough starter of the Delta variant. <laughs> Try to tell, or the Omicron variant. Yeah. Try to tell yourself that in 2019 and see what it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So that was pretty funny. But if you're not playing, you just like, I just Google Wordle yeah. and then click okay. on it. It's, it's not an app, app or anything. No. Yeah. It's, and you can only play it once a day. Mm-hmm. So I've been, let's see, I have a 13 day streak think mine's 15, but I'll have to see. I've gotten it wrong once, and it's devastating. Oh, see, I've never got it wrong. Oh, I've never got it wrong. <laughs> uh, i probably probably jinxed myself, just but... Just wait! Um, four guesses is my sweet spot. It four looks, is mine, too. You know, yeah, it's like I've done seven in four. I uh, I have a 15 streak. Okay. So I've told you I've been... I had some home alone time this last week. Yes. And um, I've been watching the worst TV ever because Kyle and I have all of our shows, And I can't watch them while he's gone, clearly, because I'm trying to be a nice partner. Yeah. So I am deep, deep into Married at First Sight. Oh. And I know uh, you and Susan came to visit me once, and I exposed you to this show. Yes. So the concept of Married at First Sight is just like the name entails. There's people who are interested in getting married at first sight, getting set up with somebody. They talk with... uh, It's a blind date marriage. Kind of. Yeah. They talk with professionals... Uh, there's a whole panel of, like, psychology, and, like, they do background interviews, background and, checks. Yeah. and there. So these people are well vetted. Yeah. And then they're like, okay, well, these two, these two people will match for this reason. And then they tell them, you're going to get married on Thursday. And they're like, okay, I'm going to get married on Thursday. And so the show starts out with them. Usually the first episode is them, like, talking about why they want to get married, what they're looking for. You can see who they are as people. Second episode, Wedding. Third episode, honeymoon. Fourth episode, move in together. And so it's just all these things where you're just watching two people who have never interacted become married. It's I. It's a It's a you, I you watch like some your dumb stuff. You have to watch. I watch some dumb stuff. Yeah. But like the whole concept of this show is so dumb. I but agree. You have to watch. You it. have to watch it. And I like. I've been watching it and then this couple cam shows up and it's like previous couples from last seasons and there's ones who are like still married have babies this show has a higher success rate than the bachelor the The 24 success rate lasting marriages with babies that's crazy is it crazy okay we've talked we'll we'll get into this okay (laughs) Would would you get married at first sight? Absolutely not. I think it's the dumbest thing to say that you'll get married at first sight. It's transactional when you're doing it that. When you're saying like, Oh, okay, I have like a bunch of these like psychiatrists and whatever, these people Mm -hmm. vetting me that I'm Mm -hmm. gonna marry this person and it's a, it's like a transaction to me it's not like it's not love the mm-hmm. reason why i think people get married mm-hmm. is that you spend time with them you learn about them you see how you get together as like how you work in the real world as a couple mm-hmm. and you learn like each other's strengths and weaknesses how to argue with each other how to everything mm-hmm. and from there you're like i love this person i have grown a love for them and a respect for them. I want to do this forever. So, like, mm-hmm. let's build a family together and, like, do all the next step things. Yeah. That's what marriage is to me is it's you built all this up and then you're like, yes, we're going to continue to build this. I want to do this forever. Not, mm-hmm. oh, I just want to have, like, a marriage and a family, so yeah. I'll take whoever they're going to throw at me. Yeah. What do I, do? Do? I understand that. <laughs> Absolutely understand that. Um, oh. My marriage is... My favorite thing that is, is how long did you date before you got married? Well, how long did you date? Six years. Yeah. yeah. But <laughs> so what I will say, like, in your 20s, I would say absolutely zero, no, don't do this. That's crazy. Like, date around, live, experience, find yourself, who you are and everything, right? Some of these people are, like, 35. I don't. They haven't found the right partner. And I'm thinking, like, you have somebody who's pre-vetted these people versus one of these people, like, going on Bumble or Tinder and just, like, trying to find somebody yeah but the concept of that isn't that you're gonna marry this person that you may not know but you're dating to marry yeah and so for sure dating to marry you're not marrying to date i think a lot i think a lot of relationship is choices like attraction has to be there of course obviously so if if you don't if you don't (laughs) have that like that's really hard to like get over but you like need the physical side. I know, I'll, agreed. I will agree <laughs> with you. But I think a lot of it is choices. Like you choose to um to compromise with this person. You choose to do these things with this person. You choose so like yeah, it's but not that crazy to me that you're presented with this person who has very similar ideals with you. They're vetted, you know, they're not like creepy, like their background check clears and everything. And you get to meet their families and everything. And you get to be like they so after th- you get married. Yeah. It's like two months process and then they'll meet again and say like do you want a divorce or do you want to make this work mm-hmm. i'm not i'm not saying we should do it i'm just saying like in some of these situations i'm like that was a really good thing for you like if you're super introverted and you're not going to get out and like date around or anything mm-hmm. like you might just end up with a crappy person and like end up settling because like this person's giving you attention versus being like referred to somebody who's got like everything you need in to arrange what marriage. you want yeah, it is in a way. It's archaic. Which isn't crazy. Like, there's so many cultures that do it. And I think, uh, you know, Kyle and I were, we were, uh, I would say referred to each other. We were like... We weren't set we were, up. Referred. We weren't set up because, like, we didn't, we weren't in the same city. <laughs> it was like, you two would be a really the, good match. The way they like a referral. I know. It was I like got this like referral. referral. But, you know, like... We somebody I, acknowledged that like oh if these two people like I think would go well together yeah. and like that's why we started talking was for six years yeah <laughs> but like that's life we were twenties we were in our twenties you know and so I don't I think I think if you're like thirty five and you've gotten to that point then like I think it's not as crazy as. If you're, if you're 22 and you're getting into this, that's, that's insane. If you're 35, like, it makes more sense. If we have any listeners who are in an arranged marriage or are trying to go into an arranged marriage, I'm sorry if I have offended you. Mm-hmm. But I just... Marriage is about love. I agree. But uh, 24% success rate <laughs> these people are falling in love. Yeah, but these people are desperate. Honestly, and kind of, <laughs> these people are desperate enough that they're gonna go on a TV show and marry somebody at first sight. It'd be one thing if it was like, "Hey, mom and dad, like I would love it if you, you knew like, somebody could meet yes, somebody. if you had a friend, that kind of a situation." So the, these people are like, "I'm gonna go on TV and make a mockery out of marriage." I'm in season twelve. Like I've, I haven't started from season <laughs> one. <laughs> I just I, I'm watching season twelve right now. Yeah, and I think they're in season thirteen, but I'm watching mm-hmm. season twelve, and. There was this one couple and it was that situation where he's at the altar and she's walking in and they they know each other oh yeah so uh, like in a good way or a bad way well they were both like in college they were a part of the like Vietnamese student union but for different schools so they had done a couple of like events together yeah like co-events, so they knew who each other were and everything, and, um... You didn't think they would be able to figure that out? Well, they went on a first date, oh. and then she had texted him again, and was like, hey, I have, like, two tickets to the something museum, um, if you ever want to go, and he's like, oh, I'd love to go, and then just, like, never texted back, mm-hmm. so he ghosted her. And so, then they find out, like, oh, we're married, and he has a really hard time getting over that, because he's like, obviously I wasn't attracted to her enough for a second date, and now she's my wife. So... You get some messy situations. Well, you think like the people that. vetting it have, could have figured out. I don't know how you figured that out. Well they would figure out that they were that they went to the same school, that they were in they the would same different schools. Uh, different schools school? they were part of a Vietnamese club Different schools, school, same club. Oh. Yeah. Like Vietnamese Student Union. So they would do like co-events. Mm-hmm. So that was no good. No yeah, really good. None <laughs> of it's good. So some of those, but some of them are really cute. <laughs> Anyways. It's my uh, my trash show. And then my other trash show I'm watching right now is 90 Day Fiancé, which is one that you got me into. <laughs> I could have oh, them my God. Grant and I have legitimately talked about doing a 90 Day Fiancé podcast. We are so invested. Just for every episode? I thought you weren't watching this season. No, we're watching 90 Day b- before the 90 Day right now. Yeah, I, I was trying to get you into this one. You said you were kind of over it. Oh, no. You're we, back in. We're so deep in this one. Do you need to? Sorry, I the baby keeps like pushing on my nerve, and I'm getting side. Like, so bad, like my leg is just asleep right now. Okay, if we sit on the floor to record. Maybe we need to change this. <laughs> I, we'll try this. We'll try this. You, you're not gonna. No, no, you're laying on your keyboard. We'll still talk. Okay, so um, oh my god. San Diego has a few um 90-day celebrities. Yes. And uh, the biggest one is Big Ed. Yes. And you might, even if you don't watch the show, you might know who Big Ed is. Yeah, well, guy no neck. Yeah, he's, he's like 4'11 four, four or something. Something like and that. And he has a condition where he doesn't have a neck. Yeah. It's pretty wild. So <laughs> you want to tell him about how you, how you met Big Ed? Yes. <laughs> so I've known that Big Ed lives in North Park. Yes. Which is 15 minutes from our neighborhood. Oh, if that. Yeah. And Probably 5 to 10. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, um, and I've just been like such a such a fan. Although he was kind of a huge a hole, he's him creepy. Just, yeah, but like if you're listening, I'm sorry. <laughs> but, but yeah, it's, like, it's very entertaining to watch because he like he will get heartbroken and stuff, or like somebody will say something crappy to, to him and it just like rolls off his back. Yeah, and well, so I knew I knew he's the one. Um, there's a trend on oh, TikTok, yeah. and his uh, his. Fiance, he's like, "This is a beautiful view. You're my best view." And then she's like, Meh. <laughs> <laughs> um, exactly." So yeah, I was like, "There's only a matter of time until our paths are gonna cross," and I was very excited. He has these stickers that he puts everywhere that are of his face, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so like, I'll be at a restaurant and I'll see you on like the check thing that there's his sticker there. I'm like, "Oh my god, Big Ed was here." Um, <laughs> so and so <laughs> I was getting my nails done one day and in Hillcrest and, and I look out the window and he is shuffling over with his mom and I was like Oh, oh my god my, my hands are taken because my the lady's giving me a manicure. Oh. I can't get my phone And I can't text Grant. I needed to tell him (laughs) what was happening. And it was just like, and nobody around me was even paying attention. I was just sitting there staring at this man. They could be paying attention and just not know who he is. (laughs) His mom got seated right next to me. He walks over with his dog and his mom. And he's like, take good care of her. And then he goes over to the pedicure section. And he's like getting his feet done. And... The whole time, like he's, I can, I can see him. He is in my eyesight. He's like kind of in front of me, and that whole time, my hands are tied up because a woman is working on him. His mom's right next to me, and I'm just trying so hard not to stare at this man because I'm so excited. And then afterwards, I was like, I have to do it. I. I mean, you, you have to, so I went up and I, I was like, I'm such a fan, can I get a picture with you, and he was, oh no, I was like, I'm such a fan, he's like, of Teddy, which is his dog, and I was like, I get a picture, he's like, yeah, sure, I was like, no, I'm with you, <laughs> um, <laughs> and so we took a picture, and then we got to talking, and he was telling me, it was like, secret, we're filming in Mexico this week. <laughs> was like giving me all the hot goss. I was so like, you had to have nice feet for the for <gasps> Mexico for Yes, me. he was tan and everything. It was it was a really big moment for me. You meet all of the reality t- San Diego reality TV celebs. What's I mean? You, uh, well, you didn't meet them, but you saw Becca and oh, Thomas yeah, yeah, at Target. Yeah. My money is on in the next, sorry, I'm out of breath. <laughs> in the next two to three months, you are going to have a little Italy run-in with, Hannah and Dylan. Yeah, it's only a matter of time. I think they Dylan, love Barbara. Risa. Well, I've she goes to like all the spots that I go to yeah. that I really like and stuff. So yeah. I'm like, yeah, I think there's only it's gonna matter of time. I say next to I'd say by May, you're gonna be in the same place as yeah. Hannah. And, and Dylan. I don't know if I, if I would say anything to them. I love them. I think they're like so they cool love and when stuff. people love, I, do they? Yeah, they do. They oh. talk about it. So oh, I'll probably just be like, you guys rock. Thank you. I think you should get a picture see for the yeah. podcast. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah. But. Oh, um, yeah, those are two are like... So anyways, 90 Day Fiancé... Tell people what 90 Day Fiancé is. We keep oh. getting deep into it without... Yeah, we get so deep into it. Without telling what it is. Um, so 90 Day Fiancé is essentially where um, somebody from like a different... You're in a relationship with somebody in a different country. Mm-hmm. And um, once you bring them over to the States, they have 90 days to get married or else they yeah. have to go back. Yeah, it's a it's a special visa. It's like K. It's something ninety. K-90? I say K ninety because the K-90. no, that's it's the the mask. That's the mask. Yeah, it's something nice. K one visa. K one. It's a K one visa. It's a K one visa. Um, and so yeah, you're basically just following these couples where they're like they met online, and it's just the craziest people, and they you just watch them like together, usually for the first time in person. Um, navigating ninety days, are they actually gonna get married? And there's usually like a language barrier, like they don't understand each other at all. That's like they so just good. Like, or it's like a like a really kind of not very attractive person it's, from yeah. the States with like a gorgeous international person because they very obviously like they want their visa. Want their visa. They want yeah. their green card to come to the States. Um it is some of the most entertaining TV I've ever seen in my life. And there's so many different versions. So, so if, you're pictures, like, if you're looking at 90 are, day. There are 18 90 day spinoffs. Oh my gosh. 18. So I you, feel like I have more to watch than I haven't seen. Dude, you got So my personal favorite is before the 90 days. Because at this point, the people aren't like fully... 90 days, you've been talking to the person for like a long time usually. It's like a little bit more of a relationship. Before the 90 days, it's like... Hey, I've been talking to this really hot girl in Russia. Yeah. And, like, I'm going to go there and see her for the first time before, like, she comes over to the States or whatever. And then you get catfished. <laughs> that kind of stuff. My favorite is the other way. And oh, what that yeah, is is when people from the States go to the countries of the people they've been talking that to. That is exactly. Because to they watch. expect a quality of life that, like, <laughs> doesn't exist because they haven't traveled. They, don't, they haven't experienced any of the other stuff. So, they're, like, they're shocked. They're going to, like, third world countries. Yeah, and they're and, shocked by it. And yeah. it's like, you shouldn't be shocked by this. Like, one guy, Ed, he went... I, I don't Indonesia. know where she... It was in Indonesia. Mm-hmm. And, like, the family showers together, like, in their swimsuits, and they have, like, a bucket of a water bucket, yeah. that they, like, have to, like, pour out, and then, like, get another bucket, and it's, like, a really... It's a big process. Yeah. And so, like, he had an issue with her hygiene, <laughs> but it's, like, she didn't learn... I and mean she didn't have access to the kind of hygiene he's had yeah. access to, so it's kind of, like, it's wild. And then there was this one guy, the, the one who was with Karini... Yeah. I think they were, yeah. They were in, like, South America. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And, like, they were going to go swimming. Yeah, he was just so intense. He, like, put on... He was worried about, like... The Amazon. The Amazon. Like, wherever they were, I think it was... They were swimming in the Amazon, River. So yeah, and he was, like, really worried about um, parasites. He had heard about this parasite that <laughs> swims up your urethra. <laughs> 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 so, like, that's all he could think about was that his urethra is in danger. <laughs> so he got, like, a special, like... Swimming protector for his member. He put on a condom and yeah. then he had like a plastic pants and then he put on waders. Yeah. <laughs> because he's like, I don't and, know. And Green is like in a bikini just yeah. like splash. Everybody around. was just swimming around like, this is where we swim. <laughs> and he's like, the urethra monster is gonna get
1: <laughs>
0: It's such a good show. It's, and he packed like bins. Like he shipped yeah, bins, bins over stuff. there. Like, he never being because, like he needed like all these things. He was arrested for being a terrorist. It's so he's point. terrible. He's a terrible <laughs> like you know, these people that run on the show are not like good, cool, collected people that like to travel. Yeah. Like they're not good. So we're not fully caught up on the um the current season. The current season, but we're deep in it. It is before okay. the ninety days. Um I'm trying to think of oh my gosh, it's such good couples. There's like the one guy who... His girlfriend is... I want to say in Columbia. Um And she, like, was married to a drug lord and stuff. And he's, like... Has two kids. He's, like, so... He's, like, 34. And he's just, like... Lives with his dad and his grandpa. He takes care of him. Yeah. But, like, he's he Never had a girlfriend. Never had a girlfriend. He's, like, on the bed making out with her and just lets one... Just RIP. Fart. <laughs> so loud. And then he, he just kind of goes... He... And <laughs> you're, like... Wh- what? <laughs> and she was like beautiful. Yeah. And uh, you're just like what? Like, and then like um like, dinner with her family and you just sit in there and just belches like in front of everybody and like, who are you what yeah. who taught you just basic human manners? No. And she's like You understand I, why they haven't dated. Yeah. And she's like, I've I i do not fall in love with you when you burp and fart. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yes and they don't speak English they don't, she speaks primarily Spanish mm-hmm. and he speaks English so like they rely heavily on the translator Yeah, and it's sometimes the translations are inaccurate mm-hmm. it's just wild uh, the, there are some crazy couples. there's like the girl in Idaho who the like, guy's a yeah. from China he's not gonna come over he's for sure not gonna come no. over um, but she's worried that he like He's worried about her weight because yes. she's larger. Yes. And he's like, my girlfriend's face is really beautiful, but I'm going to, like, help her work out and lose all this weight. Yeah. So, so it's like valid concern. Like, he is concerned about he it. He's concerned. Um, there's that one couple, the kid that lives in Arizona, and he's been talking to that girl for 17 years, and she's a little person. And yeah. And so it's like watching them navigate with that relationship. Did you know things? she got kicked off the show? Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. I think they're going to... Spoiler They'll probably alert. air out some of the, um... The episodes that they've already recorded because they're like really deep in the storyline she has some like super racist tweets really from not very long ago oh no that, like bad stuff oh and multiple oh like so she's gonna get kicked off that because they're an interesting storyline they are an interesting storyline like you because they they show you the whole thing like her just talking about her life and everything and then she's like oh and i'm a little person and they like they zoom out and you see like her whole body and stuff and yeah he's like i've never been with a little person so like not only do you have the like we're from different countries trying to figure that out like you have this whole like physical size thing that's very different yeah so yeah that's an interesting one i'm trying to think i feel like there's one other one that i'm always on the edge of my seat for yeah it's uh the girl from san diego (laughs) she's (laughs) she's what like she like soldier boy young 50s late 40s 50s for sure right? that kind of a range and Soja boy is a rapper in his country but you know he was on yeah he was on this show before with, with a baby lady, girl lisa a very similar very age. similar build and age and so you know that he wants to come to the states like it's know. very apparent that like he wants to come here and did he marry baby girl lisa yeah, I think so. So okay, yeah. So that whole season was like very much like cringe because you're watching these two like have a physical relationship and stuff, and it just it just didn't. It, it sounds mean, but it just didn't look right. Well, because right? he's what thirty. Maybe. He was in 20s at that point. He's, okay. like, a good-looking, good-looking guy. Good-looking kid, like... With a rap career. With a country. <laughs> yeah. Like, he legitimately has a rap career in his country. People will recognize him as a rapper. Yes. And he's just with this person that just doesn't look like he fits with her. Yeah. And, um... So, it sounds like they got married. It didn't work out. Um... But this time, I actually do commend him. Okay? Because this time, he's not being, like, we're in a relationship. We're in love. Everything's great. Um... He, he's a rapper, and so she reached out to him on Instagram. Like, it's mm-hmm. kind of a groupie kind of situation where she's like, I just want to be with you because of your career and everything. And like, she's trying to convince him that they need to be in a relationship, and she knows everything. Yeah. And so he's like, Okay, well, I'm filming this music video in Mumbai, I think. Yeah, something like that. I don't know where yeah. that is, but he's like, You can come. But we're not in a relationship. We'll see if we're gonna be in a relationship and all this stuff. Like we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. So I like that he did that this time. She comes, she brings him a new iPad, a Playstation Five. Which how does she get? Because like Yeah, they're so hard to get. Yeah. And she has um the honeymoon suite at the hotel. So yes. she's always trying to lure him in there with like he has his own room. He has his own room, and she's always like, "You should come up to my room." And he's like, "No, we're not together. I don't want to come to your room yeah. and stuff." There's always rose petals on the bed, and she's like, "Oh yeah, they just did that." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and her name's Kimberly. Kimberly. Kimbali. Kimbali. <laughs> <laughs> every time. Kimbali. <laughs> and like his last girl's name was Lisa. I mean, baby Kimberly. girl Lisa. <laughs> so it's, uh, it's always fun to see him <laughs> so entertaining my my theory on him this season is like maybe he's not looking to get to the states right now he's just looking to be on the show a little bit longer that's exactly what it is I'm sure he's got like clout and exposure for an totally. the more first time so, so he's did... like doing cameos yeah like, all so he's like, like okay well let me get him some I more I don't and... have to marry somebody yeah yeah I'm always interested like there could be people our age that could reach out to him. Like, why does he? That's change? why I wonder too. I'm like, he's like an attractive younger guy. Yeah, he could easily find a girl in the states who's like attractive, and not that both have to be attractive, but no. like somebody who's his age and speed and everything. Yeah. Like, I that mean, could get him over here. Yeah, yeah. I don't get it. I don't get it either. But uh, that, if you're looking for some uh, trash binges right now, guys. If like, you could, you could like, check out Married at First Sight. You could check out 90 Day Fiancé. You like, might be disappointed. I was going to say, I feel like... I had to watch like three episodes of 90 Day before. I was like yeah. so... It's, I feel weird encouraging it. Like, we were yeah. talking about it at work the other day. And I was like, no, I'm still glued to 90 Day. Yeah. And then, but then like, if somebody actually watches it, are they actually going to enjoy this? Or is yeah. this just me being like, this is... I think enough people enjoy it that, like, it's entertaining. It's so fascinating. There's just, just these, like, stunning situations that you don't see every day. Yeah. So it's like... If you don't like reality TV, you're not gonna like them. Yeah. But if you like reality TV, get in there. I like the cultural aspect of it. I truly do. Like we oh, to see like, oh, well, this this person's having an issue with this person because this is how their culture typically is. Yeah. And like, the, there's one more yes. couple. Yeah. One more couple. Yeah. Um, is he Egyptian? I was gonna say he lives in the Middle East somewhere. Yeah. And the girl comes over and like she's terrible. She's yeah, it's all she wants is to get married and like, he I actually really like him yeah. too because he's like are you in love with the marriage or are with you me. in love with me yeah. and like he just has these points like, where it's like you think that he, at first you think he's just totally using her and, and everything they don't speak the same language they don't speak the same language at all and all she wants is like to get married and, and have a family and bring him over yeah but um I think their culture is the most Yeah, because she goes over and she's like, well, we're sharing a room, we're sharing a bed, like, we're going to yeah. have sex before marriage. And he's like, that's not... He like, lives with his mom. That's not my culture. That's my culture. And then, like, they end up doing it, and his mom was, like, so offended and sad. And yeah. And I was like, that sucks. Yeah. But, but he felt the pressure to do it and everything. But, yeah, it was very interesting to see their culture, how they treat every relationship different and all that stuff. Yeah, for sure. hmm Well... We can, we can move on from reality <laughs> TV. We've kind of exhausted the topic a little bit for right now. So uh, let's get into food we cooked. I've been home alone, so it's been like Fruity Pebbles. And I've I, I made myself Do You sleepy. eat cereal still? Yeah, sometimes. We were just talking about that the other day. It's like, do you need a minute for your no, legs? No, I'll lay down again. and am stretch it out. Okay. Um, <laughs> but we were talking about it. I haven't had cereal in so long. <sighs> fruity Pebbles and a cold glass of milk sometimes that's that's your go-to. It just hits the spot. Yeah. just hits the spot. Nice. I'm... If I'm going to have milk with my cereal, it's uh, Froot Loops. Other than that, I eat dry cereal. I don't... I eat dry cereal. I don't eat my... People get me so (laughs) much garbage. I my cereal bowl is dry and i have a glass of milk yeah so same. i can take a bite and then i can drink some milk but yeah. like when it gets soggy i have zero interest in it and like i don't like the milk flavoring like i love nope. cinnamon toast crunch but yeah, i hate it if there's like cinnamon sugar in yeah. my cereal Agreed. but i can eat food like. so this isn't surprising but like people give me a hard time when yeah. they see me eating cereal yeah it's crazy what's your what's your good what's your favorite cereal of all time I mean, I always go for fruity pebbles, but I really liked O's, mm. and I really liked golden Grahams. Yeah, those are good. How about you? Cinnamon toast crunch, my top, my second, honey bunches Boats. Oh, HB is good. Love it. You and Shelby had a real so much of it HB phase yeah. in in high school. We eat just handfuls. Yeah, especially if red berries is good too. Yeah, if I want to like have a less sugary one. Yeah okay so you're not making anything right now because yeah well I mean no I tried when the day he left we made since we just came back from Hawaii Mm -hmm. they have like spam musubi which is basically just like like a sushi sandwich you know it's the rice and the seaweed but it's just folded over and it had um spam in it and eggs and stuff so we tried it at home but like sushi style so I made us some um, teriyaki salmon and I put it in there with just like avocado and some like sriracha mayo and all that stuff and it was good. It was like a sushi sandwich, essentially. Nice. So that was, that's as cool and creative as I've got right now, but I am keeping it a little low-key right now because he's gone. Nice. You, you have on here that you made heart-shaped macarons. Well, okay. Well, the first thing I was going to talk about that I did was uh, olive oil roasted chicken with caramelized carrots. Wow. Um, it was really yummy. So the picture, I don't know. It didn't come out as pretty as I was hoping. Did you ever this? No. Yeah. I um, I was usually like on a... The weather gets like kind of cloudy. It was either a cloudy day or Sunday. I like to do a long roast, so like using my um, crock pot. Mm. So just so it was like five hours in the crock pot. Yeah, kind of a situation. I got the I got the recipe from New York Times, which you is love another place. New York yeah, time. and uh, specifically Allison Roman. She uh, is one of their contributors, mm-hmm. and she I just really like her stuff. So um, I did that one, and it was really yummy. Um, and then. Yeah, heart shaped macarons. I'm actually gonna do those today. That's oh. my plan. Um, is just practicing for um Valentine's Day. But I I got all of the uh, the stuff I need for it. So that was gonna be like my evening thing that I do. Nice. I tried some recently and it was a hard fail. It's so they're really difficult. They're, they're really so finicky. Yeah. And sometimes my um my buttercream's too sweet. Yeah. It does come out sweet a lot of time. Mm-hmm. So f- for those who don't know macaroons are like the coconut cluster with mm-hmm. the chocolate macarons are the like yeah they're the actual like cookie sandwich we took a cooking class in uh, Boise at Sur La and the lady kept saying macarons yeah <laughs> uh, so yeah I'm excited about that it'll be a I'm fun delicious. Run, yeah. I'm also supposed to run 8 miles go. today so I don't know how I'm gonna fit that in uh, 8 miles take a shower and then cook yeah. Well, we're also, we're about to go to brunch. Vody. <gasps> eight miles, brunch, then cook. No. So I, I was thinking brunch. Looks like take a shower already. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, brunch, and then um, we get back, and then I kind of take it to see where I want to go from there. That's not a bad plan. I mean, the bad plan is running eight miles. That's that's a pretty terrible plan, but. yeah, well. You do you do whatever you want to do. It's really nice to um, Well, let's move on to, um, speaking of running, I mean, places in San Diego. Yeah. I brought this one up because you've been in there recently and Kyle and I go here every single Saturday. You go there every Saturday. Every Saturday morning. Oh. I yeah. Everyone want to join. I mean we go a little early in the morning, but uh Fiesta Island. Yes. So what Fiesta Island is a party island. There it's are, a party. There are people there yeah. and they are, are partying. You know? And there um, are in Mission yachts. Bay there is is I mean it's an it's attached because you can drive there, so it's not really yeah, an island. I have run around it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's called Fiesta Island, and three quarters of it is just a beach dog park. Yeah, it's incredible. They've, it's so spacious. They set aside this space. It's, I think it's a mile loop. If you walk all the way around it, and the whole the whole way around, your are um, coastal to the bay. Yeah. So it's just Fenced beautiful. Off. You're just along the water the whole time. The dogs can rip roar. They have everywhere they want to. So that they can run through there. Yeah, too. it's not only just like playing in the water. It's just a massive field. Just a giant area where your dogs can just be off leash yeah. and jump in the water if they want to play, chase the birds if it. Like it's just an incredible place to take your dog and be off leash, versus just like a regular dog park where you're kind of squared in. Yeah, it's, where. For the record, with this one, I don't think there needs to be separation. No, you couldn't. It's just one. so big that and you don't need that. It, I think the reason we go on Saturdays is because we get exercise too. Versus yeah. This is like if you just go, go to the know. dog park yeah. and you're just kind of sitting there and like watching your dog play, like we, you, you know, you're going to walk a mile at least. Yeah. We did it. So we did it yesterday yeah. and Molly got hurt. Molly got an injury that has happened a lot to Moose and I hate it. Yeah. So she, she like jumped down the sperm and like took off and was running around. and came back and she's limping and we're like, oh, crap, what happened? She tore her little pad. Yeah. And I've brought Moose into the vet for this and everything because it, like, really freaked me out. Yeah. And if your dog does this, it'll probably freak you it's, out. I mean, their whole, like, their little hand is, yeah. the whole skin's gone. It's the equivalent of, like, a human blister popping. It looks, it looks worse because their pads are, like, I mean, that's. I think it's a little more than a blister popping. Like, like their a whole pad is, big, like, cut and yeah. hanging off. Yeah. So, the, the vet just said, like, if you're going to walk anywhere that's kind of dirty, like, wrap it up keep it clean but for the most part just try to get air to it and give it time which is so hard especially for a dog like Molly who's got all the energy energy. and like you want to run her and so you feel like you're kind of like am I hurting her more by like keeping her inside or by letting her run on it so you kind of have to make that parental decision which is really hard yeah she has so much energy we want to take her walking like before we do our podcast we just like for a walk with the dogs and I'm like at least I mean so she did it yesterday so I want to give her a day or two so she's not limping so you could probably wrap it I got wrap. so I'll do that um, Most like limps hardcore to the point where you're like, yeah. Okay, we're just gonna take him to the side yard to pee and bring him back in. But I'm, she's she's doing pretty good. Yeah, I'm boarding her next weekend, so I hope that it's. Oh, like, it'll it usually heals within a week. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'll just keep it an eye on it. Yeah. yeah. That's tough. It's a tough injury. I'm sorry if your dog goes through it. But serious. they'll survive. They'll survive. Yeah, they always do. Um, to finish us off here, let's let's do our sling of the youth. Okay this one is a situation ship. Okay, okay so i believe this is kind of like um almost friends with benefits yeah a little bit it's um it was presented to me on the internet as <laughs> the equivalent of, where did you find this <laughs> i googled it <laughs> um it's the equivalent of it's complicated on facebook okay so like more than friends less than in a relationship yeah it's like it's fuzzy and complicated. It's a situation, mm. situation ship. Interesting. So if you so, hear, so silly. So if you hear somebody talking about it, I mean, it's it's no more silly than saying it's complicated, yeah. right? Yeah. So it's a situation ship. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. Continue. If you've listened this far, we're we're glad to have you back. We're glad to be back. Um, I don't know if we're recording next weekend. Probably Super not. Bowl Sunday. Yeah. Unless uh, you and Kyle want to take the reins and do an episode, but I will not be here. We'll see. Maybe we can do something on Saturday. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Maybe so, we do that just a Saturday recording. Yeah. Okay. Then maybe, maybe we will be here. We might, we're probably going to have an episode next week. Probably. So that's a good point. Um, we're going to definitely be more consistent coming out on Mondays. We don't have a lot of travel coming up. Yeah. I'm giving birth in four months, so <laughs> pretty, <laughs> plan to have a pretty chill pretty locked in. spring if we can. Um, we will be um, actually... Uh, reporting directly from the um, re- the delivery room. Are we? Yeah, we're the, recording we, the pod. That's what we're yeah. doing. We're we'll, we'll recording the pod then, so if you could just uh, move some things around, um, that would be great. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm so scared. <laughs> it's gonna be okay. <laughs> well, I know, we'll figure it out. Okay, I'm more scared about like the after. Okay, well, we don't need to talk about that right now. Okay, I'm freaking out. <laughs> We were just saying goodbye to people and now you're talking about (laughs) giving birth. That's not good. We can talk about that later. We 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 want them to come back. Yeah, come back, come back. 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 We're not going to talk about birth. We're we're never, what? We could. Maybe. I don't know, stick around and we'll see. Okay. Have a good week. Bye. (laughs)